Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome back to the Mums the Word, the Parenting Podcast. I'm Kelsey Parker and I'm your host for this week. So what has happened to me this week? in the world of being a parent so I just got back from Sense Parks for the weekend and I just found Bodhi such hard work like being in in um the lodge and away from everyone he just literally I think he's a bit under the weather and he just wouldn't cooperate all weekend like there was always something if I said something was blue he would say it was red um if I said right can you put your snowsuit on now we're gonna go out I don't want to wear the snowsuit I don't want to do this he's really has pushed my parenting skills this weekend so this week on mum's the word podcast it's great to be joined by a good friend of mine Louisa Litton Louisa is an actress known for her roles in EastEnders and The Bill but when she's not in front of the camera she also runs a clothing line called Aura Soul with her business partner and in August 2021 Louisa gave birth to her first child who is our beautiful baby girl Aura Louisa it's so good to have you on the show Hiya so you've just come off tour from 222, the ghost story. Yeah, it's like a ghost story. I just finished a week ago. I got home. It was hectic trying to go on tour with a two-year-old. I don't know what I was thinking, to be honest. It obviously just threw everything up in the air, like her routine, uh, how she was. She's been so clingy with me ever since. But look, we did it, you know, I, I did it. And I've sort of proved now to myself that I can work and I can continue with my career, even though I've had a child. So that's a good thing. <laughs> Do you remember when we went out before we went to see The Wizard of Oz and you told me, I've just got this job. I don't know how I'm going to do it. And I was like, you will just do it. Like, you'll find a way and you'll figure it out. And you and Ben are such a good, like, team and partnership, aren't you? That he, you you did actually make it work. I don't think I could have done it with anybody else. I said to me the other day, God, if I married anyone else, I wouldn't have been able to do that job. But you wasn't going to marry anyone else. You was going to marry perfect Ben, who's perfect in every way. I know we joke about it, but he actually is. And Tom used to always say about Ben of how perfect 
perfect. He is like, there's nothing Ben can't do and he's the perfect partner for you. I know, he used to message me and be like, oh, for God's sake, why is it? And now we can do that, now we can do that. He's a photographer, DJ. He can put, he can bake uh, fresh bread. Now, he's, now he can be a full-time parent and hold down his own job. And, he can be a full-time and, parent. And, he doesn't and, even need you. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, no, we did it. We did it. We, we got through it and it's done. It's so mad. You get home from a like really intense job like that and it's like it never happened. Yeah, how are you actually feeling? Pleased to be home. I think it's a good time of year to be home, isn't it? Like, however you feel about Christmas, it's always going to be busy and manic and people are putting in plans. And so it's a good time. Whereas if it finished in January, I reckon I'd have got home and been like, oh my gosh, like now what? Because it's, if you're on such an adrenaline for such a long amount of time, for three months, the adrenaline of the job, of the show, of sort of balancing like work and home life. And then you come home and after most jobs, you sort of have a bit of a crash. But I feel like I haven't had the time to, maybe that's just being a mum now though. I don't really have the time to sit and think, oh, how do I feel about that job? How do I feel about what I want to do next? It's just straight back to, you know, the washing, the nappies and real life. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. It's probably nice doing the show because it gave you that like, bit of independence back which I feel like as your friend that you lost a little bit on the way of becoming a mum didn't you it was like you were a mum and when you're doing something it's like I'm always mum and this is what I'm gonna do and I feel like you having that job definitely has launched you back into the world like obviously I know you've got aura so and you're doing your clothes but it's definitely giving you that foot back in the door of of getting that acting buzz isn't it yeah 100% because you're right she was you know she was coming up too when I got that job and up until that point I had pretty much been with her all day every day and even when we'd meet up or we'd go out or go for lunch or I was still sort of in the back of my head you know worried about her nap time and how she eating and I was still so immersed in it So, yeah, it's been good to sort of find a balance and actually know she's okay if I'm not there. That's what was important for me to sort of work out. I do think it's hard because you sort of had like a... She Was was she a COVID baby? She was sort of like the back end of COVID, wasn't she? Yeah, back end. So, actually, when I had her, we got COVID when she was two weeks old and we were still in the rules of, like, isolating. I think it was for 14 days. So, yeah, she was off the back of COVID but I do feel COVID made everyone so like intense about routine of their child and nothing else to think about. It's like, what does she do? How does she feed? What's her pool look like? It just like was so intense, wasn't it for us? I am that sort of person. (laughs) 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 Aren't I? Anxious Annie over here. So there was no way. Lou's my friend that when we meet up, she asked me every single question. Like, so what does Ray do about this? What does Bo do? What do you do, Kelsey, when they wake up in the night? Like, how do you potty train? Like, she literally will ask me every question, don't you? Because she's a warrior. And I go, what are you worried about? Just chill out. Because I'm a warrior. So there was no way I was going to go into parenthood and not be that type of mum. And everyone says, oh, you know, if you have a second, it all chills out. And I'm thinking, yeah, it won't, it won't for me. So there's just no point. But you do, I guess you relax more as they get older. Definitely. I look back now on times, I think, what was I so stressed about? But everybody, everybody says that to you. Everybody that's further ahead will, will, will say to you, like, don't worry about that. And I'm doing the same now to my friends that have just had babies. I'm going, oh, they'll be fine. What, you think they're never going to eat solids? Everyone eats solids. And I hear my, like, you speaking to me and now I'm speaking to them. Because you can't actually remember. When my friends, like, ask me questions, I'm like, I can't actually remember. And I know for me it wasn't actually that long ago, but you, you know, how did they sleep through the night? I'm like, 
How did my kids sleep through the night? I can't even remember. Like how did, how many times did they wake up during the night? Like I literally can't remember because then you're on the next phase of the child. So like for me now, it's like Bodie doesn't sleep through the night. He always gets into my bed. So I'm on that. Do I get him back into bed? Do I keep him in bed with me? Like, But how do you feel now about those sorts of... Because you know, like when, I, when she was younger, I was like, oh, we have to sleep train and they have to do this and I have to do that. And even now I'm a bit like... Yeah, but there's going to be a time she's never going to want to get in that bed with me. So actually, I quite like the cuddles or the... And so I'm, I've am i noticed that I'm already becoming a bit more, like, lax about the whole Relaxed. thing. Yeah, she's been in <laughs> Louisa, my bed. Relax. There was a what? time where I was like, I have to do the sleep training. If it's been not been 30 seconds, I can't go back in the room. And now I'm like, I'll get her in with her. For me, my mum, obviously I go on what Diane says because me and my mum obviously co-parent together, really. And my mum goes, well, he's not going to be like 14 getting in bed with you, is he? And also I just think boys are mummy's boys. That is it. Like yesterday we went, we've been to Centre Parks for the weekend. Actually, he's a mummy and nanny's boy. And we dropped my mum home and he hysterically cried for about an hour after I was going, I just want nanny. I want nanny. Where Aurelia has never, ever behaved like that. Like, she actually is so like, oh, we're home. Oh, there's Christmas decorations up. Like, she's on to the next thing, whereas Bodie literally couldn't come back from it either. What, because she'd gone? Oh, stop. Yeah, because he wanted to see my nan. But he's in. He's at a really awkward phase at the moment. Like, everything is just him being awkward. Like, if I say something's red, he, said it, he says it's blue. Do you know what I mean? He's in that phase where it's like, he just, he basically just wants to argue the whole time with me. And I'm really having to be strict. And it's, he's, he's so dramatic. And really, I've always thought that Aurelia is going to be like the one who's dramatic. But it is Bodie all day long. Like I, when he's like ill, I'm like, is, is he, does he really feel that ill? But actually, I've f- figured out, like, especially over this weekend of like being with them like all day, every day, that he's such an actor. And I think he's blindsided me and he is the actor and the drama. And I just think he's so much like his dad. So you loved doing the tour then? You literally loved doing it? Yeah, I loved it. I loved, um, just loved doing the show, to be honest. Like, obviously, being away from home was difficult, but I just loved doing the show and loved being back working. You know, I've, I've acted since I was, what, 13 years old is all I've ever known. So... After having Aura, that's the longest time I've ever been out of work. It was really hard. It's a really hard industry to sort of, you know, dip in and out of work like in a normal situation. So especially when you're then at home with a child all day, every day, you sort of, as you said, I sort of lost who I was. You've acted your whole life and it was the, oh, why am I not doing it, Kelsey? Am I going to get back into acting? And you're like, I've just got this job. And I said, that'll be amazing for you. But I think... For especially in our industry and what we do, it's so tough when you have a baby because you sort of it makes you feel like, is someone going to employ me again? Like I know I've had a child, but am I employable? But of course you are, and you made it work. But how, how did you and Ben make that work? Okay, so I started the job going right. You know they're going to come with me every week, and I booked all these like two bedroom apartments so she could have her own room. And da-da. and the one of the women that I was working with is as a mum of two. She was like, "Yeah, I'll give you the first two weeks, and you you're going to be changing this." And I was like, "No, they're going to be with me the whole time because obviously Ben can work remotely." So the plan was they were going to come. I was going to have her in the day. I was going to go and do the show, and you know, well, after like week two, it was chaos. I was doing two shows a day, so I was actually leaving her by like half eleven, twelve, meaning Ben pretty much had to have her for the whole day in wherever we were. You know, you're in the middle of nowhere, and she just wanted to be at home. 
she literally sat there saying, home, home. And I, I don't think I realised what stage of her life she was at and how aware of where she was that she was, if that makes sense. She just wanted to be home. And the moment we got back in the front door, she was like, ah, fine again. So I said to Ben, well, that's it then. You're going to have to stay here. And then I ended up just travelling. Some weeks I commuted, some weeks I was like driving home, getting in at like, you know, from when I did Greece at four in the morning to be at home for 12 hours and then I was gone again. But I, I got to the point where I just realised actually her being at home was more helpful to all of us than her not. Yeah, and also, Lou, like you were doing a hard job, like coming off stage and even unwinding from the job and then having to be a mum the next day. Like that would be really tough. And also, obviously, because she wasn't at home, she was up all night. So I'd be, I'd have done two shows, got home, she's up all night. Then I'm up with her from six. Then I have to get back to work. Then I have to, it was, it was absolutely exhausting. Yeah, it was, it was. So, so then she came home. I was still absolutely exhausted because everyone else would go home and have two days off, and I'd be like, right, back at it. Let's make cakes. Let's go something. I just felt like I was going mad that is being a mum even for me like going on a night out I sort of think oh is it worth it can I deal with the hangover the next day and be a parent because I actually don't have anyone that can go oh don't worry I'll get up and make the breakfast even I went out last week to um Argy's birthday party he invited me to his birthday at Sheesh so he could sing for us, obviously. That's why yeah, he probably invited us. Thanks for the invite, Arj. Thanks for the invite, <laughs> Anyway, you yeah, just go got on. on tour. You got, no, you got no babysitters to step in. And now I'm only But it was that. So, so I went and mum was like, oh, I'll, I'll stay at yours and then I'll do the school run in the morning. And um, literally I got back and it wasn't really, really late and I only had like a few drinks. But Aurelia was in the morning going, Mum, like you could hear her just shouting. And my mum was going, shh, shh, there was no point in me staying if you're going to go and wake mum up. She said, I just want to go and give her a kiss. Can I just go and kiss my mum? But it's, yeah. it is that, that what's the actual, like, obviously I had a fun time or whatever else, but I sort of think to myself sometimes, what's the point? Because I've got to get up and be and be a mum. Yeah, you sort of like clock watch. This is, this is what, this is where I'm at now. Like I have to, like I went out the other night with one of my friends for dinner and it, she was late. She didn't get there till half eight. And I was thinking, I wanted to be in bed by 10. Like, and you, I sort of sit there, literally clock watching. And I'm like, right, okay, uh, right, okay. So I'm, yeah, it's terrible. You can't, I find it hard to just switch off and just sort of go out. This is the difference between me and Ben. Ben can just go out the house and come swan back in whenever he wants. And, you know, whereas I, if I leave the house, I'm constantly obviously on the phone checking timings. Has she done this? Has she done that? You just never, ever, ever switch off from it. That's that's the thing. No, and it? I do think that is being a mum, isn't it? It's actually also, for example, when I was away on tour, what I missed, I kept saying to Ben, like, I just I just miss sort of getting up with her in the morning and our little daily routine. I did really miss it. I think you live by the routine. Even in the morning, I play CBB, so I actually know what programs on at the time is when they get changed. So just after Peter Rabbit's played, they need to be dressed ready for school. Like, and it's just little things like that that I think if I went on tour, I'd be like, oh, what am I not putting CBeebies on? <laughs> I think the only way you can ever, ever switch off is when you're actually physically away for like a, a period of time. So obviously me being away for, say, four nights, well, yeah, I've got to lay in because I didn't physically have to wake up for her, if that makes sense. So that's the thing, isn't it? Like going out for dinner or going out for the night isn't really worth it if you're going to go away for a night and stay somewhere then it is because at least you know you can 
have a bit of a lay-in in the morning or just switch off. When I go and do the treks with G, I won't speak to my mum or the kids when I'm away for that week because I just think I need to focus on what I'm doing. So I don't yeah. want to check in. I don't want to know what's happening. And actually, when I did go away this time, she just started school. So Aurelia got a boyfriend. Oh, no. So stop. the first week of school, I'm not she got a boyfriend. Yeah, of course. And so she called it all on. Obviously, this is like typical woman. So she called on, wanted the boyfriend. Then obviously, he then really liked her. And then she didn't want the boyfriend anymore. So by the time I was trekking the Alps, she'd absolutely lost the plot because she didn't want the boyfriend. And she was going, Nanny, Nanny, can you tell Miss Grant that I don't want a boyfriend anymore? Can you tell Harrison, actually, and Harrison's my friend, Kim's little boy. So it was hilarious. And she's going, can you tell Miss Miss Grant that, that I don't want Harrison to be my boyfriend anymore? But she'd like called on. So then she'd had this whole breakdown that she didn't want a boyfriend whilst I was in the Alps. And then the teachers are going, oh, do you think she's upset because her mum's away? And my my mum was like, no, it's probably because this whole boyfriend situation. Like we've now figured out that it was all to do with with a boyfriend. It was nothing to do with you being away at all. No. So then she t- she now says to people, I'm not allowed a boyfriend because my, my nan said, I'm not allowed a boyfriend. Oh, stop. Yeah, yeah. Oh, stop it. I'm not ready for this. She's already at that age. She is hilarious. Like only Aurelia really, wouldn't it? That's crying about a boy being a boyfriend. Already at four. Yeah. Because she's at four. At four. so you've loved the tour but now we're back and we've got our clothing line and how's everything going yeah so while I was away it was it was pretty difficult because so I'm I started launched a a clothing line with my friend and then got a three-month tour and it's it's just me and her me and her working on it at the moment and I was like yeah really bad timing uh I can't really ship my like clothing around with me so we sort of managed, can you do we just everything had to, yeah we just had to sort of swap roles so she was doing all the shipping and everything and I was sort of working on like you know the the emails and the social media and stuff like that so I am really enjoying it though it's something that I first thought about it when I was pregnant I think I kind of kept seeing all these like matching frilly girly dressy things with mums and I was like oh kind of like that idea but I wish I could find something a bit more neutral um and actually since you can sort of find it in most high street shops which is really annoying basically H&M saw my idea but it's um, nothing but, like Aurasol it's nothing like Aurasol so yeah I sat down with one of my friends because she's she, you know she's worked within a sort of fashion before and I said I've got this idea I really want to launch a company that is unisex clothing but for the whole family so that's the route we went down. We've got a designer. We've we've had our, uh, we've on our like second capsule collection is what we're working on at the moment. And it is, it's selling, it's selling really well. It's doing really well. It's, I just think nowadays people really like to support um, independent and small businesses because I do too. Like even for say Christmas shopping this year, I've not really gone to a single high street shop, even with like a lot of children's gifts. I've gone on Etsy and I've sort of gone more down the independent route, which I think most people did after lockdown, because obviously during lockdown, so many people, which is when I came up with my idea, were like, okay, I need to take this into my control. What can I do to generate an income? Or what have I had a passion for that I've never had the chance to work on? And I think a lot was born sort of from lockdown and so was Aurasol London. And yeah, we're still going. So no, it is going well. And it's it's proved to me that I can, obviously we, we want to grow the business to the point where I'm not physically at the post office most days. <laughs> so we're, therefore when I'm away with work, 
it doesn't matter. Whereas at the time I was like, uh, what, what happens? What happens now? But yeah, no, it's going really well, thanks. And I think you're proving to people as well that, you know, you can be a mum, you can be on tour and you can also run your own clothing company as well. There's nothing you can't do, Louisa. Yeah, but I don't want that to sound like, I don't want people to think, oh my God, how has she sort of got it all together and doing all of that? Because it is really hard and there are days where I'm like I just don't have time because I've got to clean my toilets and do the ironing like you know like normal life stuff I sometimes think I don't I don't have the brain capacity for all of this but what was nice was to just be able to take something into my own control like obviously within my career I'm not in control of what I do I'm not in control of when my next job is coming so it was really nice to just have my own thing that I can, my own project that I can work on and that I can grow and that will also like hopefully grow alongside me, if that makes sense. But it's not easy. I don't want to sit here and go, yeah, yeah, I've got my own business. And Because I look at people and I'm like, how is she managing all of that? And the truth is, most people have help that they don't let you know about. <laughs> yeah, we speak about this a lot on this show. Yeah, people have definitely got help. Because it is not realistic. Even for me, coming in doing this, like, I've literally left my auntie at home making my beds and putting my washing on from centre parks. Like, I'm so yeah. fortunate that my auntie was like, I'll come and help you and I'll come and support you. But, you know, it is all about the support system and the village. I always talk about the village. Like, I wouldn't be able to run the businesses. I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be doing everything that I'm doing without my support system. Absolutely and not. It's the same, Absolutely and it's not. the same for you, of course. Like... I just think this whole Instagram world that we look at and we just think, oh, it looks easy. But, you know, shows like this, we're saying it's not as easy. And even like talking of the whole Instagram world, I remember when I first had Dora thinking, oh, I'm going to do the whole sort of mummy influencer. We've spoken about it a lot um, going down that road. I don't have the time to do it. I don't know how these people, like it was just to get her dressed in the morning and get her out of the house to get to my mum's house or whatever. It's chaos and I've only got one. How do people make a whole Instagram reel of their morning? I don't understand. How have you had the time to set up a tripod and, you know? So I'm guilty of it. I do it. I am definitely in this world and I'm on social media. It's part of my job, but I just want people to know that's not all it's got up to be. Do you have an insatiable fascination with the paranormal? Brace yourself for the supernatural world is about to reveal all of its secrets on the Paranormal Activity Podcast. And who better to guide you through this hair-raising journey than myself, Yvette Fielding, renowned paranormal investigator. Every episode of Paranormal Activity takes you on an unforgettable adventure into the unknown. But that's not all. The true heart of this podcast lies in the stories, evidence and questions shared by our devoted listeners. Will you dare to join me? Listen to Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding, wherever you get your podcasts from. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
Alright, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. For me, it's for even when people, like, they say, oh, what do you do? And you're like, oh, like, for me, I'm like, I don't really know what I am. But, yeah, I guess I, I'm a bit of an influencer, too. And they're like, oh, I'm like, that is not an easy job in itself. Like, making content, getting content, it is an actual job. Yeah, when it first all started, I was a bit like, oh, God. But it is a, it hats off to these, like, content creators because it is a full-time job. It really is. And also, you are a creative. You have to be creative in order to be able to create content and churn it out to the extent that people are doing. You know, and I sit there in bed at night scrolling through watching it. It's not as picture-perfect as mum as mums sit there and watch and think it is and I think that's a really important message to push out there because it's hard yeah I went somewhere for an event the other day and one of the girls there literally does TikTok YouTube Snap Insta and I'm like but she's not got kids yet I'm like she ain't got kids yet I'm like I don't know how she'll be able to do that when she's got kids because it is tough it's tough and even the days where I'm like right I'm gonna I'm gonna do this today and I sort of like I don't even know how I'm managing to this podcast and she's not cool for me yet Ben is like in the room next door that's why but there were days where I'm like right I'm just gonna set up I don't know arts and crafts or whatever and just write two emails I have two emails to write mommy 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 what's this paint everywhere and I'm like it's got to six o'clock at the end of the day I'm like I didn't even write those two emails today it's so how these people will be able to create content, sit there, edit videos, they just won't. And the mums that do, honestly, hats off to you because it is... And if they've not got any help, because they've got to have help. I'm sorry, there's got to be someone there. Yeah. Or no. I say that they only use a little part of the room. Like when they're filming, they're just using the clean part of the house. Yeah, of course, they must be. But what's so funny is you're saying about your auntie helping and stuff. With, whereas with my mum, if I said to her, like, oh, can you help with Aura because I need to do like an Instagram reel. She's like, you've got to do a what? She doesn't see it as work. Like a lot of people still don't see social media as work. What do you mean you've got to take photos of, you know? I'm quite lucky because I've got Chris Jenner as a mum. So uh, she's very on it. She, my mum's my very invested in what I'm doing and can see that, you know, there's rewards at the end of it. And it's also you know, helping me support my kids and me living in the house that I live in and whatever else. So I'm so lucky that I'm fortunate that my mum is like very on board. Yeah, and also I think you are very good at it. Does that make sense? Whereas I get so stressed. I'm like, oh, I've just this isn't for me. Whereas I feel like you're so, you're just so who you are that you're not afraid to be like, right, morning, 
house is a mess da, 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 and that's sort of the way to the yeah. way to go it's only because you overthink everything you overthink absolutely everything oh, i know <laughs> but obviously that's what i actually love about you that you overthink it all but sometimes you just need to breathe and then you know just go for it go for it show people i think i'll stick to acting for now <laughs> So what's happening with the acting world? Can we see you back in EastEnders? Is the door still open? What's happening? As in the the character went to prison. I don't know how long. What did she go to prison for? I don't even know. It was something that she didn't do. (laughs) This is why I never know. It was something to do with money laundering or drug. What, but you didn't actually do it? But no, she didn't actually do it. She got framed for something. So it oh, has so she been could be out. It yeah, could it, so she could yeah, be out. very open. How yeah. do you feel like you'd cope with going back to EastEnders and having Aura? I think it would work sort of lifestyle-wise, as in I live really close by to the studios. It would obviously be, it's full on. Like with, um, with EastEnders, it obviously depends on your schedule and your storyline. But some days I could be there five, six days a week for 12-hour days. So I just wouldn't so, see And her. is that when you're in storyline? Yeah, that's so when if you're, you're in, in like storyline. So it's 12-hour days, I mean. But it, does, but, it does balance, but it does balance out. You know, there would then be times where I'd maybe only be in two days a week. So then I would be able to have Aura more. So it would definitely... Look, mums have done it for years. Mums have been in that show for, for years and years and have managed it really well. So... I'd definitely be able to do it and I'd be supportive because, as I said, there's so many other mums there that would sort of, I guess, help you along the way with, right, you know, this is a good idea or I've tried that or have you thought about this? So, yeah, I definitely could go back. I feel like she's at a right age now as well where, like, she started nursery, she's there two days a week. So, and she obviously now understands the concept of mummy going to work and coming back. It's so weird though, because I've been away on tour and I've been away for sort of four or five nights at a time sometimes. When she, when I put her to bed now, she sometimes says to me, um, when I wake up, Nonna, we call my mum Nonna because she's half Italian, Nonna come to get me. And I'm like, no darling, mummy will still be here. And it's like, she's, she's trying to grasp like what just happened, if that makes sense. Long and short, I could go back and I do feel like now would, like from now on would be a good time for me to go back to filming anything because she understands now that I that my concept of work which is good and I think they do understand I think we definitely underestimate them of their ability to understand and to adapt but also Lou before you know it she'll be at school honestly I actually can't believe that Aurelia is at school now I know is she enjoying it yeah she does love it she just loves people though so she loves walking to that school. She loves knowing everyone. She just really is a, pe- a people person. I don't know how she'll fare with work, like schoolwork. At the moment, she comes home and she's like, I want to do my homework. So she's doing letters and she has yeah, to like lovely. sketch the letter. So she, yeah. she's really enjoying doing that. But I don't know, you know. So hang on. Now you're at a stage where she, so you pick them up, you bring them back and then you've got homework to do with one. Yep. That's another thing. I and activities. Mine do activities like every night. Every day. So I know, I know. at the moment, I don't know whether to move her gymnastics. It's like, do I move? Do I give her a Monday off? But she literally does Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday activities. And then Thursday and Friday are off days at the moment. But again, so you that, mean she, she gets picked up from school it. and she goes and does something elsewhere. So you've got yeah. a pick up. But so she's at yeah. school. He's at nursery. Well, he goes to preschool. 
So you pick her up, you pick him up, then you take them to where she's got to go. Yep. So we do dinner and then we'll leave and go to the activity. And he and obviously Bodie goes with you. He comes with sometimes I might either, he might go to my mum's or he might go to my Auntie Julie's. And then you bring them back. Then you've got homework yep. to do. I mean, letters, yep. but still. Yeah. And then you do bedtime. Bath and bed, yeah. Book. Yeah. Also, she gets yeah. sent home for a reading book every night. So you have to oh, read the book. This is, this is right too in much. the reading record. <laughs> and then you've got the mum's WhatsApp group chat as well. Which no, is, not you know, everything. everyone puts no. loads of stuff in that. So you had to make new mum friends at the school gate? Yeah, I've had to make new mum friends. I still am like, I've, I found that quite hard as well, making the mum friends. Like, I've sort of like stuck to the people I sort of knew before. I mean, I'd, I'd, it's, just, it's so hard as well. And also, because I, you know, because I do share the role with my mum and my auntie, like they pick up as well. So I don't always see the same people as well. She's in such oh, a big okay. school. But yeah, it's, it's yeah, making yeah. the mum friends... It's all oh just so new God. when they start school. It's all so new. It's all so new. Yeah, it's amazing. And you're doing it on and you're doing bedtime on your own. I always think of you actually. I think like you it's the mornings and the nights that you're doing on your own and that is hard. It is hard. But then a lot of parents, you know, their husbands might have to go to work at six o'clock yeah, in the morning. No, no. They are doing the morning routine on their own. No, I know. But I know. yeah, it is no, I know. You know, the evenings are hard. They are hard because also for me. I am good cop and bad cop. There's no one else there. So you could be bad cop and go, right, Ben, you're going to be the, or vice versa. Do you know what I mean? You've yeah, got yeah, Ben yeah, to rely yeah. on. Like I've not. So I have to say to the kids, there's only one boss in this house. And they go, that's you, mummy. And I'm like, yeah, do because they, I have they, to do be, they, do they? yeah, I have to be that person. And, and it's sometimes making the decisions for me. I feel like, you know, you and Ben can talk it out and you are a chatty person and you, you will tell Ben what's on your mind. Whatever. But I don't really have that like anymore, which me and Tom would talk quite deeply and openly about, you know, what we're doing with the kids. And it is that for me. It's the, I've got no one to talk to, have I? About, am I doing the right thing with bringing them up? Yeah, about about the decisions that you're making. You feel obviously feel more pressure because it's all on you. Because you saying that, you know, to be honest, I talk to my mum. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would probably, I mean, Ben will probably listen to this, but I'd probably call my mum <laughs> before I'd call Ben, ben anyway. To say, Put earplugs in this part. I do on, on some occasions. Yeah. So I, I know you've got your mum in that sense, but I know what you mean when it comes to making the final decision on your children you've got the pressure of it's just you making that decision. Because my mum says the same thing. She goes, oh, well, do you think I let Johnny make any decisions? No, I made them all. Johnny's obviously yeah, my stepdad yeah, for those that yeah, don't no. know. But Tom was so opinionated, wasn't he? Yeah. That's the whole yeah, thing yeah, for yeah, me, yeah. that he would have had an opinion on it. Like even Kel said yesterday, she went, oh, do you remember when Tom told me that as if kids know what time they go to bed? Because she was trying to stick to this routine of being like at, at 7.30, Albie went to bed and we went away one Christmas and Tom turned around to Kelsey and went, do you think he knows what time it is? No, just get him to bed now. Mm. Like, put him to bed at six o'clock. And then from that day, Kelsey and Dean, like, started putting him That's to bed at, like, do. six o'clock because he, he was so knackered. Yeah. But it was Tom being like, do you think they know? Do you think he knows? And it's so yeah, true. Yeah. It's but so true. It's Tom so was true. always, like, the words of wisdom, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah. And he has an opinion on anything. And to be honest, most of the time he was right, which was really annoying when you just have to make out otherwise. So, yeah, I, I know what you mean. It's a, it, well, God, he's a, he's a huge, strong presence. For those that don't know, I actually met Louisa through Tom. They went and um, 
did a tour of Greece for a whole, was it a year you went on tour for? Well, we met How on many the months jump. was it? We did the jump together, didn't Oh, we? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so but we you, did I didn't jump. actually meet you. I didn't meet you at the no, jump because... Because I was first out. <laughs> <laughs> did you go in week one? Did, did you go in week one? You hadn't even packed your case by this point and I was already at home. So I actually met him on the jump. And get this. So we got on really well. I think we was out in Austria together for, say, I don't know, say two weeks. We had a really good time. Anyway, I was out first week. And then about a year later, I got Greece. And when I got the job, I saw on the um, email that Tom Parker was playing Danny. So I was like, ah. So I called him to be like, and he went, hello, who's this? I was like, you didn't (laughs) save my number. Save my I told you this. He was like, well, who is it? I was like, it's Louisa. And he was like, oh, you right, mate? I was like, yeah. I was like, well, this is awkward because we're about to work together for a year and you couldn't even save my number. I can't believe I didn't <laughs> tell you that. Oh, that's so funny. And then we went on tour, yeah, for a year. And we basically were like sharing places together. We were together the whole time, weren't we? Me, Tom yeah, and the other really Tom. really good friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then that is how we met. And then it was like typical husband and wife you know, behaviour from me because typical Tom doesn't keep in contact with anyone. And I guess me and you became closer because I would arrange when everyone was meeting up, really. That's how we became, like, better friends. Yeah, I would say that because when we was on tour, you weren't really there. Like, as in, you came up a few times. You you, di- you didn't like him being on that tour, did you? No, it's not that I didn't like it. It was, like, a long time and he expected a lot from me. Like, a bit like what you're saying, that, like, you expected Ben to be there and whatever, but... That person ben came up to us and I said to him actually in the last, I don't mean that in a bad way. I, I, I get it because I said to Ben on the last week, you're going to come and see the show again. He was like, nah. But what but, I mean is I got to know you when the job, what I was getting at was when the job finished. Because that's when yeah. I saw you more was when we were back home again. Whenever Tom did anything, I, I didn't tend to go loads because I had a life back home. And, and I yeah. think and when you were you're so in a used relationship- to him having that life. Yeah, because obviously I had it for like, you know, months at a time when he was in The Wanted, he would go off and do yeah. like, go to America and go here and go there. Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. so used to him being away. I was like, and also it was quite funny because he hated it so much, didn't he? That I think he was definitely shocked by like the musical theatre world. It would make me laugh because he'd say like, well, so what acting role do you think I'm going to get next? And I, just, <laughs> I, think you, I know you're going to end up in a Netflix show before I am because that's just the way the world goes. <laughs> But yeah, so that that is how that is how we became friends. And yeah, we I'd say we got closer when the job was at, over because then we were sort of all back to our normal lives. Obviously, by that point, I'd met Ben, so we could then do stuff as yeah. like a group of friends rather than you sort of tagging along on on a on a tour bus, you know? Yeah, being like, "Hi guys, it's no me again." Yeah, 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 no. yeah, 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 yeah. No. And then we've sort of gone through this experience of having yeah. children together as well, haven't we? Yeah, and I do think having kids brings you closer to different people, like you, Kel- other Kelsey. You know, people that had had kids before. The moment you have a child, you have people that you can go to, and as you said, like you can create your sort of network and your your team. And I always find that I've, it's funny that I go to people for different stuff. So like, I could say to you, how do I do potty training? I could, you know, like you, cause it, you go to the people, I guess that you like how they parent and their style of parenting. Get the job done. <laughs> My moral parenting yeah, but because, is just yeah, get but, the job but done. But because of that, and because you're, because you're relaxed and you know, and I know a lot of it is because of everything that happened, you sort of had to sort of sit back on, or, or just be, I guess, a bit more relaxed. 
and your style is more we've just got to get on with it and I really like that and I like that I can sort of try and take try and take that from you <laughs> I try most try. of the time I don't yeah. <laughs> I do try. <laughs> but yeah I would say that yeah we've got closer now we've become mums it's crazy yeah it is I just can't believe we're through a lot and, girl and it is funny because now yeah we definitely have now when I go out with like to say like my events I go to some of the girls like I'm with are like 23 and I and like what you said like the other day I was out and I was like I was like looking at the time and I was like oh it's nine o'clock oh it's half nine oh, it's quarter to ten. Oh my god I'm not gonna be home till 11 then I've got to get up and do the school run and then I tell them and I was like I've got to do the school run and they go I can't believe you're a mum and you're going to do the school run tomorrow because at 23 and however old you are, you can't you can't actually th- like think that far ahead that one day you're going to be a mum and have to do the school run yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't believe that I'm that mum doing the school run now. After an event. I mean, it's it's quite nice, isn't it? Yeah. How are the kids when you take them to, like, events and stuff? You know, you go to a lot of, like, kids' things. Are they, like, how are they within it? Do they sort of understand it or do they take it in their stride? Do you know what? I'm quite not strict when it comes to that. I don't know. Like, I'm, like, kids, we're going to an event and I want you to be grateful for everything you're going to get at this event. I try to make them grateful because what they're getting to experience right now is, you know, incredible. Like, even how many Christmas events they've been to and the gifts they've got and, you know, the places they're going to, they are very fortunate children. So I just want them to be grateful and, and thankful for everything they've got. So... But you know what kids are like. They're not all the time. So we went to Hamley's the other day for a Hamley's event. And um, all they wanted to do was go and get a toy. But I actually felt so bad by the end of it because they were like, we were downstairs and they had like Father Christmas and they had gingerbread decorating and whatever else. And it was really, really nice and a singer. But their kids in a toy shop. Like, all they yes, wanted to was them, a toy. They're, they're in like, a toy shop. What else is that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's like... I don't really care about decorating a gingerbread right now. Like, I want to go and get a toy. And they went on and on and they were having, like, the biggest breakdown. In the end, I was like, right, come on, let's go and get my toy because I did actually feel quite cruel at the end of it. They were in a massive toy shop and so then they're like, well, we don't understand why else we would be here. Yeah, we're in a toy Bless shop. You want them. to be at an event at a toy shop? No, I just want to go and get a toy. So we did. I think he got like a little Paw Patrol and, oh, she loves like slime and squishy stuff. So she got something like that and they were so happy. It's tough, isn't it? Like even that, like people go, oh, that's probably easy taking in there. But you, you also don't want to be that person where your kid's acting like a brat. I meant more in the sense of like, do they understand like if you're getting your photo taken or like, do they understand that world now? Because obviously when Tom was sort of at the height of his fame, you hadn't had kids yet so do they know that world if that's if that makes sense I think they're getting used to it and they're like oh yeah my mummy has pictures I don't know what they tell I don't know what she tells school that I actually do for work because I go what I'd do you say mummy does told her boyfriend <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> or her friends I just dread to think what I she actually talks about the event. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to be my boyfriend because I can get you to Hamley's um <laughs> yeah I don't know. I don't know what they think. I think for them, it's just the norm that they go and their mum gets pictured and it's normal that they go to events, I guess now, because that's all they've ever known really since they've been born that, you know, and especially Tom being, you know, there's so much footage of Tom and they know that their dad was famous and he was a pop star and he was in a band and they know it all, especially Ray. She knows everything, doesn't she? So, yeah, I guess so. so she is sort of 
she does understand that world. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. I just thought, oh, I wonder what And it sort of becomes the norm. But, you know, even it. with Aura, she'll think the same. Like, oh, my mum just goes on tour. My mum's in EastEnders. Like, my mum's a bit of a face. I know. It's, <laughs> it's, it's weird because I took her to see, like, a local show thing when I got back. And I said, oh, like, this is, we're going to see a show, darling, on the stage. And that's what mummy was doing. Because I kept saying to her, like, so I'd FaceTime her every day when I was putting my makeup on in the dressing room to go and do the show. And she'd say, bye, mummy. Mummy, go and do her show. She didn't know what that meant. She just knew the word show was related to my work. So then I went to see this, yeah, like, local show. And I said, darling, this is a show. This is what mummy was doing. And I did think, like, does she understand what I'm saying? Like, does she know now that that's what that was? But I don't reckon she could comprehend yeah, it unless, like, seeing you on the stage and doing it to do it yeah like with them and tom like they've seen him on stage and they've heard his music so they know that that's what he did yeah they get it yeah yeah but i think with me they're a bit like what does my mum actually do <laughs> she can do a podcast what does that even mean <laughs> have they seen you on telly they've seen me on telly but what i was finding yeah. was especially after tom died it was really confusing them because she would watch the TV and see me on it. But I didn't realise that, well, obviously, you don't know what they're seeing behind, do they? And they were putting lots of pictures up of me and Tom and Tom. So then she was getting confused, being like, is my dad coming back then? Oh, because she could see you on the telly and then you in person and then him on the telly, but but not. Yeah. Because even yeah. Bodie said wow. to me last Monday, you know, it is just for us, it's just... You know, it's just constant, isn't it? This this talking to him about Tom and, and losing Tom. And he was like, he put his Bolton kit on. And um, he was like, my dad's coming back tomorrow. And I was like, is he? And he was like, yeah, um, I've got a plaster for dad and everything's going to be better and dad's coming back tomorrow. And I was like, oh my God, like, it's so hard, isn't it? And you wanted to go off and just be like, like, I wanted to be in tears because, you know, it... It's not as simple as that. And in their world, I wish it was as simple because he he probably does miss his dad, doesn't he? And he wants him back. Yeah, of course. And that's the thing, isn't it? How do you explain when they're that young? But I, I guess what you've always done is sort of be very open and honest and just use the right words. I know I've sort of learned that from you. And that's the best way. Otherwise, they get confused. And, and also the day before, we'd gone to Tom's bench. So I think that had confused him. Let's make this light because... We all had a love for yeah, Tom, sorry. didn't we? This is what we all do. Yeah, <laughs> and this is yeah, about yeah. you and what you're doing. He'll love you it. We sat a... there now thinking, yep, this is all about me again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he'd be like, look, I created that friendship. Which he did. He did yeah, create yeah. our friendship. And we yeah, are thankful did. for Tom that he did bring us together. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. And that's that. And now we're mums. And now we've got screaming and, kids running around after us. And now we're like, yeah. We're mums. But uh, Lou, it's been a pleasure to talk to you and thanks for coming to, and thanks for being on Mums the Word, the parenting podcast. No, thank you so much. Honestly, I could talk to you, obviously I could talk to you all day. So please get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a celebrity. Why don't you go on that next? No, thank I'm you celebrity. so much. <laughs> I, didn't, you, I was thinking this the other day, why aren't you doing it? Well, I'm a celeb. I think we can get you on that next year. Oh, I don't know if I'm tough enough. And I'll enough. come to Australia and meet you on the bridge. That's what I'll do. Okay, fantastic. But I don't actually know if I'm that tough. You know, like, people think I'm really tough You'd and strong. amazing. I don't, I don't know if I am, Lou. You'd be amazing on that show. Oh, I feel like you've got to be a different Let's sort of Let's get it toughness. out there. Let's get it out there. Put it there. out there. Okay. I'm a celeb next year. 
Yeah, you'd be great. <laughs> I'll see you in Australia. Thanks, Lou. Do you have a question you want me and my guests to answer? Get in touch by emailing askmumsthewordpod at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail on WhatsApp. Our number is 07 599-927-537 or leave it as a review on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you hit the subscribe or follow button so you never miss an episode. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, then please leave us a review and a five-star rating. It helps others find us. And talking of spreading the news, please tell another person about the podcast and help us reach more people. We'll be back with another episode, same time, same place, next week. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.